right. to our latest podcast, the T Footy Fantasy Podcast. And we have another edition today. We have the preview edition. We know the season has started, but some clubs have not kicked off, like Chelsea, for example. They're still chilling. They've not played. And we know another club that played just a few minutes ago. We still do a preview for them anyway. <laughs> so let's welcome to the show Idris, who is going to represent the Billionaire Blues. The spend- Haters Club. Haters Club. So good. <laughs> Idris, welcome to the show. Thanks, thanks once again. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. Thank you for having me. And we're going to also welcome Steven from Tottenham Hotspurs, um, who are a bit cold today. They just got beat. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, going to, it's going to tell us his thoughts about the season. Welcome, Steven. We're happy to have you with us. Yeah, a moment of silence for our title ambitions, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just a moment, just a moment. Moment of silence, okay. Let's respect that moment of silence, please. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, guys? It's all good. It's It's good to have you, it's good to have you. Um, So we're going to dive right in. Um, We have a series of questions that we're going to fly through. Um, So we're going to start straight away with your expectations for the season, Steven. Um, we know Spurs just lost to Everton, but you have 37 game weeks to go. So, yeah, it's not bad. You can still win all the 37 games left. So what's your expectation for this season? All right. It's a great question. It's a great question because I think it's something that's really misunderstood. I was on a call with Ayer for a long time trying to get this this to him. For me... We've got Mourinho. He had a kind of a three-quarter season or two-thirds season. Now we go into his second season. What I see is we're on a progression of ambition from when we were under Martin Yol, we're trying to get into the UEFA spots, and then Redknapp came in, and we really didn't have an ambition. He really took us up to the Champions League. That was not the ambition when Redknapp came in. So Redknapp took us up a level. So where it's now, okay, we can get into top four. Let's make it consistent. So that's AVB, Poch. Now we go into where we're trying to win. We're going for the title. We're going for trophies. So that progression of ambition, that's what I see. And that's what I expect from the season. I I want to see our play geared towards that. We might not achieve it, but I want to see us going for the title, going for trophies, so I, I expect us to be in the top four. But what I really want to see is us, the mentality change. We're going towards winning, winning things. So, you know, it's it's uh, it's hard to see from the outside because everybody's really down on Mourinho and, and down on, you know, what's going to happen. But if he just achieves that change in mentality, I'll be happy with that. That that's my I'm I'm watching closely to see that change in mentality. Okay, so yeah, what would be a good season for you? So you're talking about top four now. So top four will be a good season or winning a trophy will be a good season. Because mind you, finishing top four is actually not a trophy. I know some clubs are trying to say it is nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> but it's never not a trophy. <laughs> never a trophy. Exactly. We were falling into that kind of mix where tro- top four is all in all. So winning a trophy, winning the title. Winning any trophy, that's my that's that would be a good season for us. Okay. That would Fair be enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, fighting talk from the sportsman there because silverware is always yeah, it's always the it's always the barometer for a big club. So 
Um, if Spurs really want to start angry with the big boys, it's time to start winning something. Um, I'll go to Idris now. What's your expectation for this season? And what would be a good season, in your opinion, for Chelsea? Um, for me, I guess um, a good season would probably be more like finishing top four for sure. It's not a tr trophy, but um, because we finished top four, we're able to go into the market and do this crazy stuff that we're doing, which is almost <laughs> like a, which is almost like a 2004. Money, yo. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of people hate on the fact like, oh, Chelsea buying club and stuff. But if you actually look at how the business is ran, and I have friends that are always like, oh, you get soft loans from Abramovich, you do this, you do that. The truth about the market, you can argue it however you want, but somehow this man makes his money back, you know? And if you look at like all oh, the soft loans and everything that Brown just pumped into the club, if he was losing money, I can assure you this man is not going to be spending close to a billion dollars in funding, right? So, but also finishing top four impacts this decision making at the business level and at the board level. So, you literally not being able to sign any players last season, um, missing two transfer windows. Thank God for transfer um, ban. Who would have thought, right? Thanking God for that. Okay. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like, can you can you imagine? I'm actually saying that. But that forced a lot of things to happen. That literally forced a lot of things to happen that makes us look like a well-run club right now, which is kind of hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, you know, so top four and a couple of silverware. Like, there's no, there's no ifs buts about it like we need to put our hands on the fa cup or the carling cup or that i mean the carabao cup is what it's called we have to um we have to finish top four convincingly not like stumbling across top four as we did the last time with that amount of investment we also have to show a strong showing in the champions league we also have to um and not just top four and i say stumbling we need to, we, we we should be able to bridge the gap from like about 30 something points we had to i mean Five, seven points will look like, okay, you guys are serious. You know what I mean? We can't stumble into top four. That would be, in my opinion, um, a very good season, considering the fact this will be the first year all these players are playing together and they're getting to know each other. And this will have given the coach enough time to kind of like prepare for the next year. Well, now I'm going to go on that point that you just made. This is the first year for all these players together. And that's why, in my opinion... They should be given time to gel. Many of them are young players too. Avert is like 21. Warner, yep. Warner is not 25 yet. 25, I believe, yes. 25, 25. yeah. Just, just get um, is not that old. You know, these are young 27. players. Oh, he's 27. Yeah, wow. 27. We yeah. actually have a good spread, which did not make okay. us panic because of William leaving. The, the truth about the matter was we had a bunch of kids. Like, like it was, he had a bunch of kids yeah, last year. Yeah, your squad was quite young, yeah. Very, and I don't think people give credit to how far they were punching literally above. They're, they're amazing talent, mm -hmm. but for them to get to the next level, we needed to bring this quality of player for them to see that, no, mm -hmm. this is where you need to get to. So, okay. Yeah, I fair enough. On that, but I do give you guys credit. For what I watched last season, I thought Chelsea was very impressive. Not just because Lampard is a new manager, but because the players are young and just molding them into that lion mentality. I saw that lion mentality that I was saying is part of my expectation for this season. It's just the way that they play aggressive. They mm. want to take every chance to score. Even towards the end of the game, they still want to punish people. 
Like if you if you if you try to joke around, they will punish you from Pulisic to Tamori, every one of them. And that is the manager somehow getting it to them. Because I don't think all those young players are just like that naturally. Maybe they are, Idris. I don't know what you think, but that I think a manager is a big part of getting that mentality into players where we're we're winning at all costs, kind of. You know, I agree with Steve. I agree with Steve because I was just watching all some some of the clip from All for Nothing and the rancor between um, 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 Hugo Lloris and Son, and and I quickly saw Mourinho quickly um, had to discuss to them that like, I mean, sorry, he had to come at you like this, but at the same time, he needs you to run to the very end, like literally gas out yeah. on the field. Yeah. And the truth about the matter is when you said you needed that line mentality for Tottenham and everybody's all about Jose Mourinho, I completely get where you're coming from. And it's not like to brag, so, okay, I played in university level and college level. It took me a while to unlearn what I'd learned playing in Nigeria as a oh. high school student and now play in a semi, I can't call it a pro, but amateur level um, mm -hmm. for, my, for, my, for my school to know that like, guy, it no matter what's going on, you have to chase that guy to the very end. Whether he crosses or not, it's to the very end. You understand? Yeah. And many people you play with don't understand that. Like, oh, he beat me. They just let go. Okay, I've handed over to this guy. My responsibility is over. A lot of people don't get it. Thank you. Thank you. Let, let me say something. All I know we're going long on this question, but something happened today, man. I've been discussing it with Spurs fans on a forum, and they don't really get me. Okay. It, this this thing touched me so deep. I'm telling you, I was watching the game by myself. I was shaking my knees like, do you see this? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, let, let me tell you, it's the last play of the first half, 45 minutes. We the get freak, a, I we watched, get the left side, right? We can play that ball in, get a chance. Yeah. Just get a chance. Yeah. Son he passes it. passes it to he Hoiberg or whoever. He, he knew that was the last play of the game. Nobody's going to tell me this guy doesn't know the time because you know why? That free kick was on the sideline. So the managers are right there. If there's a time given, he knows. If the linesman's saying something, he knows. If there's a substitution, he knows. And he was just like, man, half is over. Let's go in. He wasted it. He wasted that chance. I saw it too. I was wondering because the referee blew up straight after he passed the ball. I was thinking, why didn't you just kick it into the box? Because if the reference expectation it. for the season in a capsule, that is the opposite of my expectation yep. for the season. Yeah. That thing, even if we win no trophies at the end of the season, that thing is hell. No, no, no. And and this is TV saying it takes a trained eye who follows the play, not just the ball, who looks at what you're doing off the ball to understand. Ah, why are you making that decision? And yeah. those minor decisions is what shapes your season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, those decisions do. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll just round up on that. Um, so both of you have said top four and shiny things. You want shiny things? <laughs> <laughs> okay, shiny things. But some people will say Chelsea, they need to have, they need to win a treble or bust. This what, this what oh. I'm here. Treble or bust. Treble or bust. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if um, Idris is downplaying expectations by saying Carabao Cup and FA Cup. People are saying you have to win the treble or bust. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the next question. Anyway, so I'll stay with Idris now. Um, okay, transfer window is not closed until like a couple more weeks. So, what area do you think needs improvement? One area, because at least you guys have spent um, in you have spent on different areas, but. 
in your opinion, what still needs improvement? Um, I mean, obviously, you know where I'm going with my whole... Uh, Until yeah, the other yeah, guy shows up, it's still a rumor. <laughs> it's still a rumor. Um, obviously, goalie. And my, my, our goalie has made me... I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a tech guy, and I do data analysis. This guy has made me spend my time putting Gantt charts. I mean, I said, uh, sorry, Gantt, um, scatter charts and pie charts of performance. The guy has driven me crazy to be like, mm, no, no, I don't want this guy. Like, so um, that's one part we need to improve. That being said, it also depends for Chelsea on the amount of people that need to get, like, are leaving the club. Because... Um, People might not rationalize why we're going for Declan Rice, but I understand why. Do we really need him? I think we have Ampadu that can do the same job. And depending on how Ampadu plays in uh, Sheffield, uh, Sheffield United, then hopefully he can come back in and slot it into like CB slash uh, central central um, um, midfield. Because Kante is getting older. Like we're running, we're literally running Kante to the ground, and we can't we can't we can't play him the way we played him last year. It's just the, we're, we're going to break him. So those two areas, yes. If we can manage and win the ball in the middle, then there's less pressure on the defense. Then you see less erratic def- uh, situations like from Rudiger and Co. Um, but the goalie for sure. Um, yeah. If we don't get Declan Rice, please just get a brand new goalie. And anybody's better than what we have right now. Yeah, Mendy. Um, I, I know the speculation is Mendy is almost signed up, but... Um, I, to be honest, I've not seen much of him, but I, I'm sure it's an improvement on Kepa. I, 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 there's, a, there's a chart I, you want me to post after this. I will post it. It's better than Kepa. <laughs> but I can't believe I, I've seen Chelsea fans who, who want to defend Kepa. I, I know a couple of guys who keep saying, oh, it's because the defense is bad. Yeah, okay, defense is bad, but that guy is a terrible goalkeeper. You can't. Have you noticed the way I respond to those guys now? I can't believe it. How can you defend that guy? Like I, For me, there's no rational about it. I'm like, what you are you talking it. about? A shot on goal is 50% chance of going in. I can as well just put a freaking, what's it called, um, um, pylon. And <laughs> because we are 50-50 at this point, why do I have, why am I paying this guy to be there? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a terrible goalie. Uh, I don't know if he was that bad in Spain. Maybe his confidence is shot. Maybe he was not that bad, but I, I just don't think, no, he's, uh, Lampard was right to get rid of him towards the end of last season because he was just costing you guys games. So, yeah. So, I agree with you. Goalkeeper is, a, is an area to fix. Um, so, we go to Steven. Um, for Spurs, I know I, I read an interview. Moreno was saying, oh, yeah, the club are definitely going to get me a striker. I know they're definitely going to. I, so, he was just, like, doing his mind games. He said he wanted a striker. So, do you agree with him or do you think there's another area you guys need to improve? Well, you said improvement, so I, I don't think we can improve on Harry Kane very easily. So I'll, I'll say I'll just leave that striker position. Anything we do there is just for uh, kind of bodies, right? To have to kind of give Kane a breather or or maybe change things up when we have a tough run of games. For improvement, I really think the fullback positions. I don't want to say just left back, but I, I do think left back is a tough spot for us because Davis is not, Davis is great. He's a solid player, but he's, he's very, you know, like if you think of an old school English fullback, he's going to come up. If he's open, if he has us two seconds on the play, he'll put a cross in. Apart from that, his, his addition to our, our attack is not much. Okay. He's solid though. He doesn't lose the ball. 
But just because Ore is bad and loses the ball all the time doesn't make not losing the ball some some positive quality. You shouldn't yeah. lose the ball. You know what I'm saying? It makes him seem better than he is just because he doesn't lose the ball. We need somebody that has maybe a bit more pace, can add something dynamic, something tricky. Some, sorry, some to, sorry to cut in. Sorry to cut in, Steven. But quick question. Danny Rose, is he still a sports player? Not for long. Not for long. Okay, so he's back with the squad, but he's not playing. I When I check on the Premier League squad, I didn't see him. I could be wrong, but he was not in our Premier League okay. squad. Okay, I just wanted to be sure because I know he plays left back, but I wasn't sure what his status was. Okay, you can go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. And, and Danny Rose has gone back. So some, somebody else that brings something more positive, some more cunning, you know? Are you going to overlap? Are you going to come in the middle? Can you can you beat a man? Sorry, I have, I have some sound coming in here. Can you beat him? And I think we need improvement there. But I don't want to just relegate it to the left-back position. It could be right-back, too. Because, for me, Doherty is an unknown. We don't know how he's going to do it. Yes, he was good at Wolves. But I can't say that we fully fixed the problem yet. It's just one game in, right? So, full-backs, if we can get a, a, a good good full-back. Um, yeah. Next thing is center-mid. I... I really believe that one of the central problems of Pochettino was he let go of Musa Dembele and later Wayama with the idea, because he's a nice coach. He's a, he's a great coach. He wants to give young players a chance. His idea was, I'll train Winks to fill in that position. We can fill in that position with Winks, and I trust Winks. And he's trying to help Winks learn in the position. That's good. Winks can learn, but not in a team that wants to win things. You can't really have learners when you're trying to win things, unless they're just incredible quality, which he's not, okay? So, Cinnamon, Winks is not good enough. We try to fix it with Ndombele. Uh, his performance is not really great, but he has the potential. Lo Celso, he's good, but more of an attacking Cinnamon, okay? Now we bring in Hoiberg. Hoiberg is, is a defensive player. We, we need someone who's a real maestro there. Somebody who is what Ndombele could be. <laughs> we need that guy. Something We haven't replaced Musa Dembele yet. And yeah. so it's like we have all these parts in our central midfield, but nobody who we can fully trust to sit in there yet. So like a cam? Like a... A cam, a central just, just, attacking midfielder. He goes box to box, but very creative. Exactly, exactly. He can, or like a CM that that can do both things, but with yeah. with some with some he can see a pass like so Dele Dele Ali when he's in form. No, and Dembele who can defend. And oh, and Dembele who can defend. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what Musa Dembele was. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to say, oh, we want that exact player, kind of like how Arsenal players want Henri back, but we really need an Dembele. Who can defend well and aggressively? You know, we, we but, need that player. You you have an Ndombele at the moment. So what's the issue? I know okay, Moreno is not a big fan, but is it is it the player himself? Is it the manager who's not just having him, or is it something? Because he was he was a lot of money. You, you guys paid a lot of money for him, man. I don't think the I don't think Daniel Levy will be happy if Moreno just pushes pushes Ndombele out of the club without giving him a proper chance. So what's your opinion on that? That's, that's a great question. First of all, once you see Ndombele, 
he's not a defensive midfield player. It's kind of like the Pogba situation. He'll sit in there and he'll he'll build from there. He'll attack from there. But he's not there winning the, the ball. Or if you watch his highlights, it's not a defensive highlight situation. In fact, off the ball, he's not sure where to be. So my what I think is Poch brought him in thinking, again, wrongly, I have Winks already sitting in as a defensive player and Dombele can move. I think Mourinho's making the same mistake, maybe, that he made with Pogba. He wants mm. Ndombele to be a defensive player, but he's just not. He's mm. just not. He's not aggressive. He doesn't turn on when it's time to be, when we don't have the ball. And he doesn't see the danger to move, to, to cut out a pass. He's just not a defensive player. That's, I think that's the problem. That they're just expecting things of him that are not him. That's not his natural quality. This boy actually. wants to get the ball, turn on the ball, and let's go up, look for passes, like Lo Celso. Mm. But because he's, and I'm going to say, because he's black and strong, he, he uh, yo, play. I said that today on the chat. He should play. I said that he should play on the chat with Ndidi playing def, uh, central back at um, Leicester. I just like, no, this is a, no, this is another situation where they're moving a tall black kid into yeah. another defensive situation. It's like, nah, 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 nah. Let's not do that. I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't think he is that player that they want him to be. That defensive player. So you're always going to see uh, coaches at odds with his performance. Oh, he's not doing this. Unless you, you keep him for three years and train him to do that, but expecting him to do those things is tough. You know, Dele Ali actually played better in a holding position when Pach used to play him in a holding position. He can do that. Dele Ali is more of a mix. So yeah. our, our midfield is, is a mix of all these players who have different yeah. parts, but they're not performing well. So um, I'm, going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, um, Idris and myself were cussing out Moreno for messing up our fantasy, our fantasy league. Yeah, man, like, how, how? Yeah, I'm like, oh, taking Ali off? He took Ali off for me. I had Dele Ali, and he took him off at halftime. And then he didn't even start Sejori. I think Idris had Sejori. Yeah, I had Sejori. <laughs> right now, every, now that he's done this stuff, I'm looking at the path, because according to your next five games, in my opinion, I thought Spurs are supposed to have a good next five games. Yeah. But if he's already doing this... I'm about to be like, uh, I'm going to keep Harry Kane, but any other person that's around yeah. 6 to 5.5, get out of my team, man. I don't need that. You should have called me. You should have called me. There's no way Ori was going to start this game. Man. Oh, man. Yeah, I should have. Next time, I'll be like, yo. <laughs> but, but to cut it short in our middle, I don't think we're going to buy anyone else to improve. We've already, we spent a lot of money there. So we have all these players. Lo Celso, we've made Lo Celso permanent. And Dombele, we spent a lot of money. We've got Hoiberg. All these players have different parts. It's now, that's one of Mourinho's biggest jobs to figure out the puzzle. It's like a puzzle in that center mid. How am I going to play these players and complement each one's weaknesses? For me, for me, I think this is the central reason why Jose was fired at Man U. He didn't figure out that puzzle in the center midfield properly. And he ended up having a problem with Pogba. Among other things like center center defender issues, but if you if he had figured out that puzzle early, how to play Pogba, the team would have been flowing. So, I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit worried in that in this case because I don't 
I'm not sure that Mourinho will figure that out. Uh, you just have to find the but but that's the improvement we have to make in the center midfield. So center midfield is Mourinho's puzzle to improve, and then fullback we need new we need a new fullback. Need a new okay. full left back. Fair, fair, fair enough, uh, Stephen. Um, so basically we we'll round it up that you you're, you're concerned about fullback and you're concerned about center back. Center mid. Um, center mid. Oh, se- no, sorry, center center mid, center yeah. mid. Um, okay. We'll just take quick fire questions. Um, this is just just like quick predictions for both of your teams. Um, so for Idris, for Chelsea, who do you predict to be your player of the season? Who do you think will be your young player of the season? And who would be your top scorer? So just quick predictions. Player I of think, the season. I think Timo Werner might end up being our player of the season. Okay. And he's probably going to be a top scorer too. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Because he's capable of playing on the outside, capable of being the main striker, uh, complement, being complemented with Pulisic. It will be deadly, actually. They will run They will run at a lot of people. Okay. And who do you think will be your young player of the season? Any of the players? Any player under the age of 23 at the moment? Billy Gilmore. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be Billy Gilmore again. He's still injured, isn't he? I think he He's has injured. a very bad injury. And right now, they haven't really bought anyone that could stifle his break into the first team. Uh, if they brought in Declan Rice, then I could be like, man, it might be Declan Rice. But like, if Billy Gilmore comes in and plays the way he played against Liverpool last year, I, I think it will cool off the um, interest in um, Declan Rice. Except West Ham gets relegated. Like, what's what's the how old is Loftus Cheek? Is he younger than twenty three at the moment? No, you know? he's twenty five now. Twenty five. Wow. Yeah, twenty five. And there's a lot being um, asked of him right now. Like this yeah. is his make or break season. Because I would not be surprised if Loftus Cheek is sold next year. Mm. Injuries have really messed him up, though. Yeah, and we're managing him well. Like he's a Chelsea kid. Like the the way they treat him versus how they treat Barkley, uh, how they treat any other person. Is very different. He's treated. A lot of people say um, Ingolo Kante is the darling of Chelsea team and everything, which he is. But when you look at how they nurtured Ruben Loftus Cheek, how they took care of him, the story about him, they are making the inspirational thing. This is a make or break season for him. He has to come clutch. But the reason why I was asking about him was I don't know that. Can he play that position Gilmore was playing? Can he play deeper in midfield? Can he play? He like can. He can. He can play like on the pivot with um, Ingolo Kante. Okay. Uh, people actually want to see Kante, him, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Kovacic. Even Kovacic. Just like so that he can have them go back and forth. And yeah. he gives a lot going forward. So they want to see him go forward rather than stay back. Because, again, like... Like Steve said, like some players are just clued in to the dangers around them. But he's, he's a very intelligent player, but he gives us a lot more going forward mm-hmm. than, than just being staying back. Like, he's a waste staying back. Oh, oh you're talking about Billy Gilmore? No, no, no you're talking about... Loftus Cheek. Loftus Cheek. Loftus Cheek. Okay, okay, all right. Well, Billy Gilmore is my is my is my uh, young player of the year, even before he kicked the ball, because he's going to come in and do some crazy damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who did you yeah. say was your player of the season? Who would Timo be? Werner. Werner, Werner. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're going to throw that question to you to now, Steven. So who will be Spurs player of the season, young player of the season, and top scorer? 
Well, we probably know who the top scorer is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's, let's, let's keep that out. <laughs> I'll, I'll just leave it for the. For, I'll just leave that name in there. But I, I'll tell you that it's related to the Undertaker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> related to the Undertaker. Uh, no, player of the season. I think will end up being a defender. Mm. Um, um, I think it'll be Aldo Wireld. Uh, uh. I would say Larice, but sometimes he makes mistakes. It's not always consistent. I'll say I'll say Toby. Young player of the season will probably be Tanganga. Oh yeah, good shout, good shout. He'll he'll get a more of a chance, especially as we have so many games, crazy kind of games. And he's a strong player that can probably has the stamina and, and athleticism to to last in some of those games. But who I want this player of the season to be is one of the central midfielders, Ali Ondombele. If Ali Ondombele end up as the player of the season, we win something. Mm. That's our, our If that happens, we win something. But again, that depends on Mourinho figuring it out or those players just getting into some crazy mind mind game. Ali Ondombele, you know. Yeah, that, that's a good shout. Um, Top scorer, I said. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Kane, always, man. Come on. Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's your opinion on Kane? Um, because some people are saying that like, maybe Harry Kane needs to start looking for green pastures because time is running out. He needs to win something. Do you think he'll stick it out at Spurs if you guys don't win anything this season? This is just a, another question. I, I Sorry, I didn't do a prep work for you, but what do you think will happen if maybe you didn't get a silver where maybe didn't qualify for the Champions League? Do you think he might be tempted eventually? Just, okay, this is the last season, I'm gone. Yes. Yes. He might mm. just, he might just, absolutely. He might just pack his stuff and drive across to Stanford Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they, they always ask the, this question, and I always said that Kane, I wouldn't consider him a world-class player until he's done it for five years, high-level goals, 20 goals, and he has. And so as a, as a player, as a coach now, I, I can't fault him if he does that. And I want it for him. If Mourinho doesn't figure it out and if we don't do well enough, I want it for him that he goes somewhere and wins things and shows his quality somewhere else. I mean, that's that's crazy that you'd be doing this for six seasons and get and see nothing. That's not that's just not good for the player if you care yeah. about the play. It's, it's 27, 28 now, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Like, it starts in the last five years are ridiculous. Like, even Vardy, like, if it's those when they've given you so much and they're like, okay, I want to go sit on the bench somewhere, collect some money, and at you know, some point you need to you, be like, let him go. Why you know, you sit on the bench. He's not going to sit on the bench. Somewhere. Oh no, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, he's not. He's not. He's definitely not. I mean, <laughs> if, if if Chelsea wins something or mounts that ridiculous title um, challenge because of what they've done now. The likes of Harry Kane will look on like those kids just need a little icing that I can give them to go. Because the truth of the matter is, is Giroud is not going to be renewed. I think this is the last time they're going to renew Giroud. And if Giroud gets a good league that isn't as um, demanding on his body, it will make sense for him to go, which is either um, um, the French league um, or the Italian league. Because it's a different setup, you know, and it's yeah, far more thoughts than it is physical. And that, that opens room for the fight between... T I, mean, I don't even think 
Timo Werner is going to bench Tammy per se. Idris, because he's Idris. so versatile. Idris, that... read my lips. Read my lips. We're not selling Kane to you, man. Come on. Just... <laughs> We're just going to convince him not to sign a new contract. See, Trust me. What I, <laughs> what I can see is Bayern. Because Lewandowski, as good as he is, he's getting to, what, 33 maybe? Yeah. Something like that. I see Kane fitting in well at Bayern and doing Very well. well. I don't see us selling him to another premiership club. If we do, then that is dumb. I I don't like us. Wait, wait, how many more years does he have, Steve? Who? Uh, Kane on his contract. Oh man, I I think it's a while. I I I think it's a while. I think two or three years. Four, yeah, maybe four. If it's two years, it's not a while as much as you think. Like my my whole thing about a player you need to keep. Yeah. Two years, you're playing with fire. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah, two yeah. years you're playing with fire because yeah, all you yeah. have to do is just be like okay I'm not signing a new contract then he has one more year left he's running down the clock three yeah. years oh forget about it you can always convince him and, and everything yeah. two years for a player they're like mm, about it's still good because both of you mutually want each other um, two years for a player you really don't want oh you can loan him out and be like go but a player you want to keep two years you're on it three years then I, uh, it's almost impossible we, we almost well, if, if if you won't sell him to Chelsea well Liverpool might be needing a striker very soon so we don't, we don't mind <laughs> we'll be needing a striker very soon like, <laughs> yeah. yeah no way no would you be needing a striker at that age though no yeah we, we don't mind taking Ken for three years even if he was even if he came to Liverpool at 29 years old you still get you still get goals out of Ken up to you will time. yeah that's true because Kane, Kane bench really, for, you bench for me, so though. It's, it's not a player who depends on his pace, you know. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. So he's just a goal scorer. He, he's well, who is you bench though? Would you change the formation or you bench Firmino? Firmino can play behind him. Firmino can play behind him. That's, that's where I was going. Yeah, oh, that was where I was going because I was like, they're yeah. like two different players. Like Kane, why would Kane, you? Kane will do similar to what Firmino does and get more goals in that Bubbles. position. Exactly, because Kane, Kane already already Kane drops deep mm-hmm. for, for Spurs. Kane does not play in the box all the time. He, he okay. comes out, he, he links up play. Mm-hmm. That's why okay. I like about him. He's versatile that way. He's not just a goal scorer, goal scorer. He can also spread play, can link play. So like mm-hmm. Steven rightly said, Kane can do what Firmino is doing, but with more goals. <laughs> That's it. That's okay. it. I just never, I, I never saw him doing ex- like because Firmino does a lot. That's why those two guys on the wings are bang. It's almost like what oh no, 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 Firmino is brilliant. I'm not saying Firmino is bad. I got, I got, that guy feeds up. Literally, he's the guy the wingers love. Yeah. He's like Giroud for us. It's like when we play with Tammy, the game is very different. When we play with Giroud, the game is extremely different. Like it's like mm-hmm. there's a flow. You can yeah, see, oh, yeah. yeah, that's what Firmino brings. Did, did you hear what uh, Mourinho said when they asked him uh, before the Everton game? They asked him, "Oh, you have experience winning a league back to back. Can you, you know, give some, give us something of what Klopp is gonna face trying to defend the title, maybe win it again in the second season?" And he was like, "I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> I want him to find out. I want him to find out. I'm not gonna tell him." <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think he sells Kane to Liverpool, man. Thanks for nothing, Jose. Thanks for nothing. See Klopp's image rise any more than it is now. <laughs> I, like, 
competitive. For like, Liverpool, that's one thing I actually give Pep Guardiola credit for, for just constantly going for it, like with that bunch of talent he has. I don't think people really understand that like retaining the Premiership title is very difficult. Yeah, it's tough. It's very, tough. very difficult. So, I mean, watching what um, Leeds did with Liverpool yesterday, I actually marked that game down as a tie. I just did not expect Mo Salah to score two penalties. And again, that's the naivete of a new team coming into the Premiership because we saw the same thing with West, West Brom today, right? Same yeah. thing. Like, they gave out those kind of goals that the big boys won't give. Like, they will pounce on you. So, but, like, imagine they didn't score those two goals. That was an L yesterday for Liverpool, man. Yeah, they played very well. Like, well they played... This- this is the pod for Chelsea and Spurs, so don't let don't let me don't let me try and take too much airtime with my Liverpool guys, you know. So let let the Chelsea and the Spurs guys figure out how to catch up with Liverpool, and then we can leave it that way. <laughs> so thanks, guys. We're just going to round this up, and before we go, I'm just going to read out our social media handles. You can find us on Twitter on Footy AD Fantasy, and you can find us on YouTube on Footy Fantasy, our YouTube channel. On Instagram, you can find us at you can find us at Fantasy Footy, and our Facebook page is Extraordinary Footy Fans, and our website is FootyFantasy.com. So we're going to um, we're going to have this podcast on all our social media handles, and we will appreciate if you could share it for us, and if you give us a five star rating, that will also help. Just spread the word. We are doing it in our own unique style, and we are conti- we are going to continue having fantastic guests like Steven and Idris with us every week and we thank them for their input today Chelsea and Spurs they're bringing the fire let's see if the season will end with them holding on to shiny things shiny shiny things (laughs) (laughs) so thank you everyone thanks for joining us and we'll speak to you next time thank you thanks man good one see you